record on this computer. Okay, now we're recording. Really? Yeah. Wow. So everything you say is being recorded. Do you think we'll get canceled? I was so I was gonna say so we need a cold open, right? And so I was thinking it'd be funny if and we don't have to do this and maybe this could just be the cold open is us talking about what we want to do but i thought it would be funny if we just bleeped something immediately so it's like we're <laughs> we're less than like two minutes into it and then we've already said something that has to be censored could you start a business where where you pay you pay, you pay like uh like a couple thousand dollars okay and it's a bundle and it's and it's liposuction and a year long gym membership, and and the business is called. <laughs> so if you have a girlfriend, you take her and then you you pay for it and then maybe we don't include that one. Liposuction podcast with Thomas Hughes and Samuel McIntosh, sponsored in part by Jacob Grimley. It's it's crazy that we we live in a world where you've got fucking like five G towers that'll just like download the entirety of fucking Google Maps onto your phone in like two seconds. But the average American has the Wi-Fi of like a fucking third world country. They're scanning babies and looking at baby skeletons. Verizon's looking at baby skeletons and we're like, can you can you hear me? Yeah. I'm trying can to send I'm, I'm trying I'm trying to send you audio. <laughs> can you it sounds digital. Can you hear me? Yeah. It's like the oldest thing in the world. Like audio, audio <laughs> recording is like one of the first things we figured out how to do with computers, and and we're still we still cannot just send a good recording to someone in real time. What is, what is the? Sorry, you can say what you're going to say, but I was going to ask you about what is up with the five G towers. Like why why was there that <laughs> whole thing about people saying that so, they're going to like scan your body and it's bad for your skin and stuff? Um, it's because people are stupid. I, it's kind of it's kind of just like that's probably a good explanation for most things so um 5g towers people have had like the same things that they've thought about like uh like uh, like electric towers and stuff like that um mm -hmm. they've thought that they the like the em waves and stuff that they create like will give you cancer or whatever um mm -hmm. of all of those things 5G is probably the least likely to give you cancer. <laughs> um, and it has to do with like the way that waves penetrate stuff. So mm -hmm. like 5G is super, super weak signal wise. It can't penetrate. Um, I don't think it can penetrate drywall even. Um, mm -hmm. So that's why like they have to put up so many of those 5G towers is because you walk, like you turn a corner on a block and then you're, you're no longer going to have 5G. Mm -hmm. um, and so people just don't know that. So they think that like all waves are equal, like, like the waves in your microwave. All, all waves matter. Yeah, that's, that's how they think. Um, but in reality, like uh, like five G waves, super strong signals. But like they, as far as I'm aware, they can't really penetrate most things. So I doubt they could even penetrate your skin. They can't penetrate this, baby. Yeah. They can't penetrate this, baby. I'm built different.
I'm built different for IG and Kim, but Pedigree is baby. Yeah. So I don't know why people are like the 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 five G, but it's like you also had people back in you know like the eighteen hundreds who were like the the water wheel and they you know like <laughs> smash sewing machines. I don't like when you are sewing. Yeah, this is different. Mm. I don't like it. Yeah, new things are I'm scary. Ready for 5G. I'm I'm ready for I'm excited for when our generation gets to do it. I feel like it's it sounds really fun to just shit on new stuff all the time. That's I was listening to something. We can we'll go back to what this podcast is and what we're going to be doing and everything later. But this is an interesting discussion too because I was listening to like a thing and they were talking about how the older generations so often will like look back and be like upset at younger generations right yeah upset at the way they interact with the world and stuff and it's like the person was making the argument of like you're the one who built this world that they're interacting with and then yeah. like the reason that they're like acting this way is you know primarily because of the pe- your people yeah so i thought that was interesting because i never yeah. really thought about it that way well you can also think of i saw someone talking about this talking about it in regards to like the common thing where they're like <laughs> like millennials don't know how to use a map and he was talking about how um he was like you know like a a lot of this stuff is is done because like like people don't know how to use technology because that technology is outdated and he was like give Mm -hmm. give a fucking you know 80 year old man two sticks and ask him to make fire and he can't do it because he probably grew up with a lighter Mm -hmm. like just like how you know people nowadays like might not know how to read a road map because they have GPS on their phones. But I guarantee you, if you gave someone from that generation, like a naval map and a compass, like mm-hmm. they'd have or no idea. Or told them to read the wind and watch the yeah. sun. Yeah, yeah. They'd have no idea. If you're like, look for the North Star, they'll be like, I don't know. I can't. I can't find. Let me what? look for it. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, time, time progresses. And then I think ideally, I'm really curious as to what's going to happen with um with like our generation when we get to that tipping point because i think Mm -hmm. this is at least in modern times like this is kind of some of the first times that we're thinking about why do we have this weird generational gap Mm -hmm. i think i think traditionally most generations just like accepted it um and do you think it's also just because can you hear me yeah i can hear you Sorry, it said the connection was unstable. Do you think it's also just because we're so like deeply interconnected now that we're able to like, you know what I mean? We're just we're just so like so much more reflective and like on those kinds of things where in the past maybe it was like there was no. Well, even even I, though we're so much more interconnected, it's like that that knowledge that we have has also separated us from the this other generation. Even I don't further. I don't think so necessarily. Like there's there's some stuff that I think is just like human nature that is so mm-hmm. old that I don't think I don't think we're gonna break those uh you know, break those cuffs, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Like hating the younger generation has been a thing forever. Like the mm-hmm. Greeks did it, um like everyone hates the next generation. I think if anything, the only thing that's really changed is like I think the line between generations is getting shorter. Like I look at kids now and I'm like, I don't, 
fucking understand what you're talking about at all. Like we left high school and in the time we, we've been out of high school for you know, like three, you know, almost four years. Right. And now kids right. are like juuling in the bathroom and that's like a huge thing. <laughs> and I don't even, I still don't even understand like the appeal of vaping. I like it, it, it is way past me. And that's a four, that's like a three to four year gap. And now this mm-hmm. is like, such a big thing. It's such a cultural phenomena in the younger generation that like you ask pretty much any high schooler about it and they're probably going to like know about it. Um, if not know someone who does it. Um, mm-hmm. Whereas in our generation, uh, people would just uh, pl- clog the toilets with like dead animals. <laughs> um, so, or, or there would just be fires. Yeah. Random fires. Um, just a, a a real uh assortment of of activity of criminal activity that would happen but none of which involving jewels or vaping mm-hmm. so i think if anything i think that's changed i think like the gap between generations is getting smaller and i think that might be to our benefit because then like if the generation behind you is only like a few years younger, but you can tell that they're different from you. Um, at what point are you really going to look at them and be like, Oh, you're ruining things. You know what I mean? Like it's such mm-hmm. a small subset of people. Um, like I don't understand them. Like I don't understand some, some like younger memes and, and stuff like that. Like I'm already feeling like I'm almost out of touch. Like I know you don't, Man- like, you don't like unboxing Shopkins. No, I know Manny from uh, what is it? Diary of a Wimpy Kid was like a huge meme for a while, and I was like, and it was like the Manny will not be televised or whatever. Um, <laughs> but I didn't understand it at all, and I read those books, and even I yeah. and it. Um, I I did the do it yourself book. Yeah, I so. had the do it yourself book. Yeah, my sister wrote midget in do it yourself book. <laughs> m-i-g-e-t yeah is it wasn't that like the only thing she wrote or was it like the first thing yeah so i think she thought it was gonna like i don't know i think she thought it was like a like a that really bad word oh so she went into my book and wrote like found a page and wrote like in you know little kid writing midget (laughs) (laughs) m-i-g-e-t like that's like just the funniest thing to me I guess sort of if if anything, we should probably explain to people what this is, um, if they've yeah, or or figure out ourselves what this is because I don't think we even fully know. Yeah, that's true. I haven't read. But we, but I think there's a strong you know correlation between the title and what's going on. So I think we could just start with going, what is a nightmare circus to us and what oh, yeah. are we like when did we come up with that yeah so do you want to start and t- kind of tell people like what that is yeah so um uh nightmare circus is a term that samuel and i came up with um to describe something that feels <laughs> very like surreal um it, it doesn't feel like it exists and it's just kind of a a like <laughs> not one specific bad thing is happening, but it's like an assortment of bad things are happening around you. Um, I believe we came up with it when we went to a party hosted by a friend of ours. 
Um, and there's just so many things happening that we couldn't process all of them at once. There was the strobe lights. In, yeah, in, in, high, in high school, right? Yeah, in high school. There's the strobe lights that were like in the the um in the living room that were like so blinding that it, it felt like you were being yeah. flashbanged. And well, then like Yeah, like one why are there why are we do have strobe lights here? Yeah. And then and then uh in in the kitchen we had a, a friend who is taking medications um for a for, surgery. For, she had got her um teeth her, taken out right her teeth taken out and then she was drinking and so we were trying to stop her from doing both at once so there was that element and then um that was also the night that we called the knights templar um, <laughs> i forgot about that yeah we called the knights templar because you can just call them um and then we got like a beeping like a high-pitched beep yeah, from your yeah. phone um, we were like outside by a pool right we were like all sitting around and yeah. we were like let's call the knights templar yeah like wait that is that is pure nightmare circus like yeah how did like i can't even recall like that's another thing like spatially yeah i think nightmare circuses are something that blur the line spatially between moving where you're moving Mm -hmm. so it's kind of like you're somewhere and then you just show up another place yeah like it like a dream like a dream yeah and that's the other thing too in the living room of that house i remember us sitting there and we're not on anything we you know we didn't do stuff in high school yeah we were straight kind of boring we yeah okay yeah we're straight edge and so straight edge is a a cooler way to say nerd yeah and it was like a david lynch movie i think they literally had the david lynch carpet like a you know like a black and white carpet and i remember there was a fan going at one point and we're kind of sitting there and i was looking into the fan and there's strobe lights going i'm like and I look down and then the carpet is there and there's like, and then our friends in the kitchen and we're like, she's like, should I like, you know, I just took yeah. these medication and I got my teeth pulled out today. Should I do this? And we're like, no. Yeah. Absolutely not. And I, I so, so that's essentially what a nightmare circus is. That's, that's where we came up with the term. Um, mm-hmm. And there have been many subsequent nightmare circuses. Yeah, there have. Um, I'm trying to think of some other ones. I think when we went to that one, uh, one, one of your housemates, remember when he was having, uh, one of his work coworkers was having a party and we went and the guy was trying to tell us about L arginine. Um, yeah. L arginine. He was opening yeah. a cabinet and telling us that was, th- that was kind of a nightmare circus. There was that this, basically there was this guy hounding us to take this muscle supplement so we didn't we we showed up at this party first of all we walk into this house we don't know anyone yeah yeah it's also like that's that's a big part of it is like when nightmare circuses are like you don't know how you got there first of all yeah even though you're totally lucid it's just like you show up at this place and all of a sudden there's something happening you know Mm -hmm. and so we kind of just walk into this house and the floors are sticky i recall oh yeah and then there's a small living room in, in, Where the, in, the, in the cauldron in the kitchen <laughs> in the cauldron in the kitchen where everyone is dipping their cups and their hands are their hands in the thing <laughs> and then also I remember that I was trying to find a restroom at one point Yeah, and I opened a door and there was just a room of beds oh yeah 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 <laughs> Rem- remember too that guy came up to us the the L arginine guy he came up to us 
and he kept trying to get me to fuck these two girls. He was like, you got to do it. He's like, go up, talk to him. There's a spider. Hold on. And then, um, and then I remember him too being like, Hey man. And plus like, you know, if you're talking to him and like they're down, he was like, you can just use my bed, man. And he like pointed to that room. And I was like, in my mind, I did two very, very fast calculations. One, I'm not having sex with these girls. It's just not <laughs> happening. And two, these if, cauldron witches. Yeah. And two, I'm not doing it in your fucking creepy many bedroom. <laughs> it's like Goldi- bedroom. It's, it's like Goldilocks. Like I'm gonna have to find the right one. Like I'm not doing yeah. that. And and spoiler alert: there is not a right one. <laughs> yeah, there's not a right one. Hey, hey, that's one of those things where there is no right option. <laughs> Doesn't matter if it's his bed or not, it's still the wrong choice. <laughs> <laughs> and then also the backyard. Do you remember the backyard? I remember the backyard was huge and it had that weird like mafia corner where like because remember it was like two fences? Yeah, it was like you walked and there was one backyard and you're like, yeah. Oh, this is the backyard of the house. Yeah. And, and there then, was like a little like area over here and there's a whole other backyard. Yeah. So I remember guys, there were guys in the other backyard who were just really quiet and just stayed back there the whole time. But then mm-hmm. there was the ping pong, pong table in like that <laughs> other area where and a uh, bunch of like trash, a bunch like of a trash, bunch of, like a microwave and like yeah. a bunch of stuff on the floor. And then uh, a friend of ours met a guy who goes to the same college as him. So they were like talking for like the, the longest time. It's just the weirdest experience. But that is mm-hmm. essentially another good example of like, that's what a nightmare circus is. It's just a bunch mm-hmm. of like really strange, weird stuff happening in a central And often, often stuff going wrong too. That was the night that I got locked in the bathroom, I thought. Remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. And then I, I was like ready to like go try to go out a window. Yeah. And then it just, the door just opened. It, it's yeah. kind of like, it was like testing me. It was like see what see what you would do here yeah and then it opened <laughs> if you were locked in what would if you, you were locked in what would you do right now yeah this is kind of a fun escape room <sighs> for one we should make escape rooms like that where it's like you're at a party and there's um oh i just remembered another nightmare circus is something else when we went to stay with these people who we thought were shapeshifters. Oh, de- yeah. Another nightmare circus. We, um, we, but, but, yeah. No, you, you keep going. So you, uh, like, an escape room for one. I was just going to say, we should, make, we should make an escape room for one where you're, like, <laughs> there's, like, people every five minutes coming to the bathroom going, and you don't know, and you think maybe you're going to break a window to get out. It's not, like, yeah, it's not a fun escape room. It's, like, you're afraid i could see a lot of a lot of opportunity in that because you could do one where it's like like you're in a bedroom and like the other person is about to come back but you really don't want to have sex with them so you have to like (laughs) you've got like 15 minutes to find your way out of this room while they're like taking a shower or something i like that one or you're on the you're on the sticky dance floor and the dj's at the front like this and you have you're, to, and you <laughs> you're the last person at a silent disco yeah and you have to you have to give the headphones back to the guy but he's really yeah. into it yeah but it, but but if you leave he starts crying 
So you have mm-hmm. to find a way that he's not looking. Oh, that that silent disco reminds me of another nightmare circus, which was when we went to Disneyland mm-hmm. um, in high school. That was also a nightmare circus. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe that's what today this first episode can be is just us talking about what nightmare circuses are, and then I think people can figure mm-hmm. out from there kind of and why past ones. Yeah, yeah, kind of why maybe, we uh, are bringing this maybe- back. Maybe there's some way that we can do in future episodes, have people call in and explain their nightmare circus. Oh, like that'd explain, be good. explain their experiences where it's like these out of body, strange, like, like really, I don't know if they're necessarily bad because they're probably some no. of my fondest memories. Yeah. They're, I, I wouldn't say they're necessarily bad. I think things go wrong, but mm-hmm. it's never in any way where you're in danger uh for the most part for the most part you you might be uncomfortable Mm -hmm. um but you're rarely in any danger and then at the end of it like you you never like there's no major harm like you never lose a lot of money or or have any of your stuff damaged Mm -hmm. um i think the most is the emotional toll that it takes on you uh but then at the end of it it's always like you said it's some of my favorite memories Mm mm-hmm you leave you leave nightmare circuses forever changed they leave a stain <laughs> on your psyche yeah it's like I was, there's this book by Patton Oswalt where he talks about night cafes which was like a painting by van gogh which is like that kind of above view of like a parlor where there's a pool table mm-hmm. and it's just there's this kind of singular light over this like parlor room <clears throat> and it's called the night cafe and he's talking about like like throughout your life, you have these night cafes and you leave the same, you know what I mean? And you could argue that that's like most rooms you go into, like something will happen that changes you, but I think like significant things that happen, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You get significant information, you have some significant experience. It's like night cafes or like the nightmare circuses. I think ours are fairly more, I guess, darker, you would say maybe. They're usually more a, d- a dark whimsy to them. Yeah. But they're also like kind of like weirdly funny. I think that's what makes them like a circus. Like, yeah, I, I always visioned it like the aspect of the circus is one, like kind of like the big top tent, like, like there's stuff always happening around you, almost like a circle, mm-hmm. like a big, big top tent. And you almost can't look away. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then there's that entertainment value, but then there's also the fact that it's like, it's kind of comedic. Like it's almost clownish in a way like the L Argonine guy, like just harassing us essentially while drunk, but it's like the funniest thing ever. I think we still talk about it because it's just like so out of the blue. And so specific of like, I have this supplement in my cupboard and I want you guys to take it. Yeah. This guy that we'd known for all of like 30 seconds. Yeah. In this scary witch hut. Yeah. The home. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, they're definitely funny. I think even the shapeshifter one, like it was uncomfortable being there. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. But, like, Do you want to talk about that one? Yeah. Well, actually you brought it up. So you, I feel like I've been, I've been telling most of the story, so you can tell that one. Okay. So we went to, we were going up to see one of our friends and we got an Airbnb. We were like looking for an Airbnb, right? And 
we found somewhere that was pretty reasonably priced and was a room in a house. So we're like, okay, let's do it. And we went and we first of all arrived and they like weren't ready. It was like, we didn't know like where to go. We were like at a house and we were like kind of pushing fences and like coming to a door. And then there was like always people around the house. Yeah. And then we, (laughs) no, what were you going to say? I I was going to say, I remember we walked in and they were like, oh, we're not ready yet. And then uh, they asked us, they're like, do you want us to wash the sheets? And I was like, (laughs) (laughs) they're like, oh, we haven't vacuumed. That's what they said. We haven't vacuumed. Yeah, we haven't vacuumed. Okay. Like, what are you talking about? You haven't vacuumed. You knew we were coming for three days. Um, yeah, and then we get in there, and everything is pretty, you know, going pretty fine. But it's definitely kind of a disheveled home, and there's kind of like, <laughs> like, kind of drifters coming in yeah. and out. There's a mattress in the living room. There's a mattress in the living room. There's people. There's a dog that might not live there. Mm-hmm. There's a guy with a guitar, and <laughs> they were all very friendly. A shirtless man with a guitar. A shirtless man with a guitar. And so we put all of our stuff in the room and the door didn't lock either, of course. Why mm-hmm. would it? Why would it? And not only did it not lock, but it didn't close. So it would oh, yeah. squeak open if you just tried to leave it. So we had to pile our stuff <laughs> against the door to keep it shut. Um, but yeah, and then where the shape-shifting comes in is that every time we would come back, there'd be new people. people. Yeah. There'd be new people, but like roughly the same amount of people. Yeah. So there was like five or six people when we showed up hanging out. Yeah. And then later there was another five or six people. And then we woke up in the morning and there five or six people were adults. Yeah. Like full, fully adult people. Yeah. And like the ages ranged all over the place. Yeah. Um, the only thing that was consistent was the shirtless guy who kept offering us to uh, to watch him play guitar. Yeah, yeah. He was nice. He was okay. Yeah. And also, I remember right when we arrived, there was like a woman smoking a cigarette sitting outside the sliding glass door. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? And we, we walked up and she's like, like in the middle of a conversation with somebody and we're like, um, we're staying here? Yeah. <laughs> I remember too, the people in the van, we walked up and we were like, oh yeah, guys. they're like, no, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's like, are you guys, do we talk to it? No, you don't talk to us. Oh, okay. You're just in the van. Okay. We're just the, we're just the van people here. Yeah. We just stay understand? in the van. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't come in the van. Yeah. We want to we're back. in the van. This is our thing. I think every time we came up, they were in the van. I don't think they ever left. Um. Yeah, yeah. And then the fucking room we were in too. Remember, it had like that dragon statue, that huge ass fucking dragon head, um, and a candle, <laughs> like a dragon skull, right? And it fucking smelled like didn't it smell like <laughs> wet dog? Yeah. Yeah. So we had to light this fucking candle, and there was a huge ass dragon head. Um. Mm-hmm. So and then what? What happened? Didn't we open? Wasn't there like a large mahogany desk? And yeah, then we, there was a huge opened it, right? desk. Yeah, and so I'm I'm a little nosy fucker, and so I started looking a little nosy. The, 
Yeah. So I started looking through the desk and there was like tons of money, um, <laughs> like just pure cash, like $20 bills. Um, and then there was like a couple of weed cartridges um, and then like loose change, I think candy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think one condom or something. It was just like a random assortment of shit. Mm-hmm. Part of me, I'll be honest, part of me, what thought about taking that weed cartridge? I'm glad I didn't, knowing what has happened now, because I guarantee if I did hit that, I would have COVID 19. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure that was like case zero. Like, those people were case zero. Yeah. It did not start in Wuhan. Yeah, it started with them. They made it. Um, them, them and the cauldron people got together and cooked yeah. it up in the cauldron. It was in that cauldron that night. Yeah, and then they put it in a vape pen, just waiting for unsuspecting uh, people to come in. Mm-hmm. Some fa- some family from Wuhan came, Airbnb, <laughs> and then and took get it the weed pen, and then took it back. <laughs> and it was also weird too because it was like it, this was a place on the beach, mm-hmm. so it was so beautiful and so fun, and then immediately so dark mm-hmm. and so like twisted you know yeah and then the beds were bunk beds too yeah yeah i remember i had to, I I had to sleep on the bed. top bunk <laughs> it was like the creakiest thing ever i'd turn it it was like yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even creepy creak, creaky it was every time you moved the people outside the room were like <laughs> They thought I was going for that pen, dude. Mm-hmm. They thought their trap had worked. And do you remember, there was something about, like, we were trying to sleep, and that guy was playing the guitar really loud. Yeah, right? dude, he was fucking playing, like, Wonderwall or something. He's playing, like, the most basic song <laughs> ever. He was playing it so loud, and he was singing. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were, like, and it was, like, like 1 a.m. or whatever. We were trying to go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just kept going. It was just so whack yeah but that trip was good mm-hmm. that trip you, is whatever the opposite of a nightmare circus is a a good dream carnival I <laughs> welcome to the good dream carnival welcome to the everybody. good dream carnival right. that, sounds, that, that sounds like a kids game on the nintendo wii yeah welcome to good dream carnival and then there's like two mini games. You paid it sixty dollars for it. Yeah. Um, I was gonna say, you also had another nightmare circus in that same area, like a year before, right? Was, okay, was that a nightmare yeah. circus? I, you don't I have to just talk say, about that if you don't. No, worry. we can talk about that. That that was just a nightmare. I would argue. Mm. Um, I've had I've had a couple of personal nightmare circuses. Um, yeah. I'm not gonna tell this one, but the the. Maybe we'll save it for a later one, but the hand job that I got that one time, also a nightmare circus. Yeah, see, we, we gotta we gotta we gotta um we gotta cultivate a a, a relationship with our audience yeah, before, before they get to get know to that, that. Before they but, get to know that. But anyway, so the um my nightmare circus in that same spot. So can we can we, can we say the school? I feel like we can say the school. Uh yeah. Okay, so this was in this was at uh, uh, UCSB. Um, so if anyone 
you know, if you're not aware what UCSB is, you know, the University of California, Santa Barbara, it's a pretty big party school, pretty good school as well. Um, but they have like their student population is super condensed um, along these like three or four streets. Mm-hmm. Um, Called Isla Vista. This yeah, little area yeah. where everyone lives. Yeah. Um, and so uh, when we went the first time, we were visiting our friend. And, uh, you know, I, I, I've smoked a reasonable amount of, of weed in my lifetime. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. But uh, there was one guy, you know, he packed a, a bowl. And I'd never hit a bong before. I'd, I'd smoked a lot of joints and I'd, I'd had edibles and stuff. But I'd never, I'd never hit a bong. It just never came across to me. So um, one of the roommates of our friend was like, hey, you want to hit this? And I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, you know, how much should I hit? Like, I've never, you know, how much is in this? You know, like, is this a half gram? Is it a full gram? What is the ratio of this? Yeah. Of how much of marijuana is this? Um, <laughs> and so he was like, Oh, just finish the bowl. Just finish the bowl. And I was like, Oh, okay. Fucking nice. Smoke. Like, all right. All right. Partner. Um, and then, uh, and then I was like, okay, you know, that's fine. And then we were like sitting down and they were playing smash brothers before we went out for the night. And then I was like, oh, fuck. I was like, I'll be all right. I'll be all right. And then I, and then the moment I knew I was fucked, and this, this is how you always know, is I stood up. And the second you fucking stand up, you, that's when you know whether or not you are absolutely blasted. Um, and I was blasted. And then the moment I knew that I was blasted to the point where I was like, this is dangerous. Like, this is a danger to me. Was Remember when I, when I went to tie my shoes? I went yeah, to let, me, my shoes. let me act it out. Yeah. Show them. So t- t- talk about it. What happened? So so I, I go to tie my shoes. So I get the first shoe and then I kneel down on one knee and then I tied it. <laughs> and then I stood up fully erect and then I bent down on the other knee and tied it. <laughs> and I did it so slow. And then after tying that second shoe, I stood yeah, everyone's up. At, everyone's at, sitting in the and, living room like, and I saw everyone watching me, and I was like, "Man, I'm fucked." I was like, "I'm <laughs> gone." Not good. So then, so then we go out, um, and then um, so so I go to UCSD, uh, University of California, San Diego, um, and there's not that type of party culture here. It's a very different culture. The student population is like super spread out, um, like uh, non sort of uh, Greek. Uh, or like fraternity or sorority parties are, are pretty rare. Um, it doesn't really happen. And on top of that too, you can't really walk to most parties. Most parties, you got to get an mm-hmm. Uber or you got to get a friend to drive you. Cause it's just so pretty spread, spread out. out. And so our friend was like, okay, we're going to go walk. Oh, that's my laundry. Uh, he was like, we're going to go walk to the house uh, at the party. And I'm like, okay, so we're going and everything's fine. And then we turn a corner and it's just like thousands of people. So many like, students and it blew my fucking mind i couldn't i couldn't fathom this many people all going out all going to parties um and it was crazy and then when we turned the corner to one of the houses it was the first house we saw has this big mural of this like blonde woman but i was so high that when we turned the corner i thought it was jesus christ and so Here I am, I'm turning the corner, I'm staring down this mural of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. He's like, welcome, Thomas. 
Yeah. And then I'm looking around me and there's so many people. It looks like a movie set. It, I couldn't fathom it. And so at that point I was like, I'm in a movie set. Like this has to be a movie set. Um, mm-hmm. And then we start walking and I just felt like, I didn't feel like I was walking. I just felt like I was going, it's like zooming through space. <laughs> like I didn't feel my legs moving. I just felt my head like, like moving. Like you were um, in spectator mode in Minecraft. Yeah. And I felt like I could walk through cars. Um, I didn't do it. Thank God. I didn't test that theory, but I felt like I could walk through cars. I was mm-hmm. like, if I walk into a car, you I'm had a strong right inclination that you could, yeah, yeah. You could accomplish I, I literally that. just felt like I could walk through stuff. Oh, hold on. Someone's at the door. Yeah. We're, uh, we're recording a podcast right now. I'll be done in probably like 30 minutes, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Um, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So I felt like I could walk through matter. Mm-hmm. I felt like like if I did that, I would just zoom right through it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was like, I couldn't believe it. And so you were there. And I remember I was like, I have to figure out if this is real or not. Um, mm-hmm. And so I called out to you. I was like, Samuel. And so that's all I said. But in my mind, it went, Samuel, 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 Samuel. And then you turned around and I just went, help, 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 help. Those, those <laughs> are like the only two words I could fathom. So I remember you were like, oh, shit. So you pulled me aside. And then it got worse because remember, we're standing there and you're trying to like calm me down. You're like, it's okay, it's okay. And then some random dude from, I think you knew him from middle school or something, right? Remember that? Yeah, no, he was a friend of one of my other friends. Oh, okay. Um, I think he went to Fullerton, but I didn't, I, don't, I didn't really know him, but he kind of, I guess, recognized me. Yeah, yeah. So he comes he up to me you. aside and wanted to talk. Yeah, and he's talking to you. And then so I'm just standing there and I'm like, this is another thing that felt unreal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I couldn't, I couldn't handle it. Uh, and then we went. And so what's, what's nice about Isla Vista is there's some houses that mm-hmm. overlook the cliffs down into the water of the beach. Mm-hmm. So then we went there and I looked down and we were like standing at that. And I was like, okay, I was calming down. But that, that was probably the worst nightmare circus I've ever had. It's probably the highest I've ever been. Mm-hmm. Um, but just probably the worst nightmare circus I've ever had. Then the next day was the day that I got plastered because we were, we went to that other party and apparently I don't remember that night at all. I just remember uh, one of our friends telling me that I just kept coming up to you guys and telling you like the same thing over and over again. I'm trying to remember that. I don't remember what I said. I just remember apparently I would go up to you guys and I would say something that I had rehearsed like, cause apparently (laughs) I said it very like, dramatically and then i would go back onto the dance floor drink more get more drunk come back out and, like, and then repeat the same thing <laughs> um and then go into the dance floor and rinse and repeat you were like Hi, i'm thomas shields i'm reading for the part of grateful friend yeah <clears throat> what is a friendship but a series of adventures <laughs> come with me will you on this one <laughs> yeah, so that, I remember that. Um, that was my nightmare circus. My personal nightmare circus. Or yeah. I was the clown. 
where I was Boo Boo the Fool. Yeah. I was Pogliacci. I was Pogliacci, bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and there's there's a lot more to come that we haven't spoken about, and there's a lot that will inevitably happen during the course <laughs> of when this you, podcast yeah. is running. I, I would argue we average about two, three nightmare circuses a year. Yeah, two, three yeah. heavy ones. There will be small two, ones. Two, three heavy. I think, unfortunately, mm-hmm. we've had a, a much lower concentration just because of – have you guys seen the news lately? <laughs> this, this <laughs> well, you could, you could argue that we're kind of in an overarching one at the moment. True. This is kind of a worldwide nightmare circus. Yeah, so maybe that's why this podcast came right now. Yeah. Because it's, it's like this is – like how do we get out of this? I think yeah. that's the question of what we're – saying right now like how do we mentally how do we process this how do we process this nightmare circus so hopefully through the course of this it's like we can talk through this people listening can try to can try to you know confide in our conversation connect with it and we can get out of this nightmare circus together but yeah the thing we know about nightmare circuses is that you come out forever changed yeah and you know that's that's a good thing usually. Yeah. I honestly think this one what what do you think is going to be your wh- once things seem to people keep saying oh you, this is this is the new normal. I don't think that's true. The swine flu happened in like the 1920s and motherfuckers from the 1920s were way dumber than we are. Mm-hmm. Um, Hun- honey, let me tell you about the whooping cough. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> Yeah, I think I think if I think if, like things will go back to normal. I think it's going to take a while obviously, but but I think mm-hmm. we're going to see some level of normalcy. But for for me, I've already got stuff lined up that I'm like this is what I want to do or like this is how I want to sort of direct or change my life out of this nightmare circus. Cuz that's that's the thing about nightmare circuses is that like you said like it changes you. Like you learn stuff about yourself. I learned that I should never smoke that much ever again. Um, yeah, or at least you should never give it away by going down in a in a one knee to tie yeah. your shoes. Yeah. If anything, now I'm just gonna go on both knees at the same time and then yeah, pray to God. <laughs> that would be impossible. You you'd have to do this. Yeah. You'd have to be like this. You would have to go down on both knees and then tie your shoes like that. Yeah. If anything, you know what it taught me. It taught me if if you're gonna smoke. <laughs> Wear, wear slip-ons yeah <laughs> you smoke wear, wear slippers wear fucking crocs okay we're the easiest shoe that you can put on and speaking of crocs let's get to our sponsors <laughs> i wish we were sponsored by crocs have you ever uh have you ever bought like uh have you ever owned crocs i guess i should ask that first <laughs> are you laughing uh, no no you're like you're like this fucking i'm not a i'm not a fucking baby well i like how you had like another question but you're like in order to get to this other question i need to i need to know know. well i need i need to know how much knowledge you have on crocs like what's what's your baseline of crocs um because i was going to say i've used chinese knockoff crocs and they're just as good i bought them for like five dollars when i was in i think it's probably pretty hard to mess that up yeah 
Wait, yeah, that's true. It's just a shoe that you poke holes in. It's mm-hmm. just a shoe that you don't finish. Yeah. <laughs> you just make 30% of a shoe and, you, and then you go. You can buy it. It's a croc. It's a croc. Love it. It's a cro- it's a it's a shoe we made out of shit. <laughs> and we only finished 30% of it. Wear it. We made a shit shoe for you. Yeah. <laughs> but then they're comfy. So people fucking wear them. I don't get people who put the like people who put the things in the holes, like the like the sockets or whatever. Isn't the oh whole... the little like the little like uh, buttons or whatever? Yeah. Isn't the whole point of the croc that it's like flexible? Don't you remove that once you put like metal stuff in it? Yeah. Well, yeah. This is why fashion. I thought it was is always ruining. because fashion. Yeah, fashion <laughs> is ruining our lives. We're having to come. I know we thought the the holes were so it was breathable. Yeah. Or so you could go, you know, in Step a river, in a puddle, maybe. or something. Yeah. Yeah. That was a big thing with uh, my mom when we were going to. Uh, I don't know where we're going, but she was like, kept asking me. She's like, "Can I get you water shoes?" And I was like, "Dude, moms love water shoes. My mom has bought me <laughs> so many pairs of water <laughs> shoes." It's like I don't need them. Water shoes are the widest thing. It's like you're you're going to the beach. It's like yeah, I'm gonna be swimming. My feet will not touch the water and the <laughs> ground. Ideally, ideally, I will be elevated above the seafloor. Yeah, I don't want to be walking on the seafloor. Wa- it's it's water shoes and and fucking. I've only ever seen white people put their kids in uh, swim tees. <laughs> Bro, did you have to wear a rash guard a fucking swim tee? A rash guard. Bro, that's what they're called. It's a rash guard. I know, I know. I had a rash guard. <laughs> I'm telling you, why Why do white moms want to put their kids in rash guards? <laughs> Wear your rash guard. My my question is, is right, they've, they've been called rash guards. I don't, where am I going to get a rash from? Yeah. Do I need to wear that. a full, like, if this water is going to give me a rash, I need to be wearing a lot more than just a t-shirt. Yeah, I don't even want to be in the water. Yeah. <laughs> There's a possibility of a rash. Did you see the video of the girl um, jumping in the Hudson River? No. Yeah, you know what the Hudson River is, right? Yeah. Okay. Let me, hold on. I'm going to see if I can find it and I'll share it with you. But, um, or actually, I can probably play it on the... Um, play it through screen share so this chick yeah, it, do you think it'll get like flagged or anything for copyrighted content no because I, I doubt she copyright this this tiktok okay um <laughs> roll the clip so this is this is her right so this chick <laughs> she's waving that she jumps in the hudson river <laughs> Oh and my then, god, uh, it's like sewage. Yeah, and then here's the best part. Can you can you hear the audio if I if I play a clip? Let me see. Okay, can you hear this? Oh, it's very quiet. Okay. Hold on, let me see if I can. Maybe if you turn it up all the way. Yeah, I'll turn it up all the way. Can you hear that? I can yeah, I can hear it a little bit. Alright. 
So this is, this is, people told her, they were like, don't swim in the Hudson. This is her response. And it's my, I'm only going to play like the first few seconds because it's my favorite fucking like response you could give to this situation ever. <laughs> is the, the river clean? The answers are mixed. <laughs> I wouldn't go in if the answers are mixed. Yeah. Also, you That's might want to. I, I just realized it now. If if are are you going to be editing the the footage and stuff for this? Um, I I, I can if need be. Because I was going to say, well, just because I realized I had my group chat with with some friends of mine open, and it's just a tweet I sent them that says, "Why do people hate on fake meat when they use a dildo?" <laughs> so I don't know if we want to show that. I think we gotta we gotta show it all, man. Okay, we I can leave. No, I mean we can we could take it out. I don't. I, I'm, I'm with whatever. No, I don't care. I think if anything, it's funnier that people could see that and then now. <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing too. With this is like, I think for a long time, like you and me, like people have always said, you and me have like a we have kind of a side language. Yeah, that we kind of di- divulge on. Yeah, so I feel like this is a way to kind of get that out of our systems, and hopefully it's entertaining to people. Yeah, but. and hopefully we'll be more normal going forward if we get it all out now. Yeah, maybe that's the survive. maybe that's the end goal of this podcast is when you and I have a when you and I end up having a conversation about like the Mets or something, then Nightmare Circus is over, and then and then we we go back to our lives. Yeah, and then we start working. We can finally part ways. Yeah, you and I can never see each other again, and (laughs) both we can finally handshake and part ways. We we can start working at at like a like a mutual fund as stockbrokers or something. (laughs) And then have the uh, so you've got a uh, two percent interest on this. We could. I'm thinking uh, we need a three. If we diversify, we can get it up to three. If we do, if we uh accommodate a diversification i believe we can get it up to three yeah and then i and then we get paid six hundred thousand dollars <laughs> <laughs> and live in mansions and hate our kids yeah and our wife <laughs> we gotta we gotta talk about that too what what should our uh like should we have a song or a theme song in the beginning or like i don't know do think? i was thinking we could do like circus music is there like a circus trap music that exists? I can find something. I have a uh, royalty-free music subscription thing that we could use that I could check out some stuff on. <laughs> okay, I think Sir, I found... Tra- Travis Scott circus type beat. <sighs> I think I found something. Hold on, I'm going to send you a... I think this we need maybe not this but something like this. Okay. Skip to like out. skip to like ten seconds in. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Yeah, we could do something like that. But yeah, I feel I feel good about this. I feel like this could be a like a cool a cool thing to do, and hopefully people are into it. You know. Yeah. I feel good. All right. Are you are you down to do it every week? Like try to find a day each week and record one. 
Yeah, we can do it. Um, Sundays probably work best for me just because mm-hmm. the way that I – like the stuff that I have the to – The way that my accounts <laughs> – the way that the way that my uh, portfolio is, the way my money is set up. <laughs> yeah, no, but it's just because a lot of times, like stuff I end up having to do, I can't do any of it on Sunday. Like, um, I need to, I need to call uh, my, uh, I need to call my insurance. Insurance, by the way, health insurance, literally the most useless thing on on earth. Um, I called, I called the insurance thing because I needed a physical, right? So I called the insurance and I said, hey, uh, if I get a physical, is it covered by the insurance? And they said, yeah, you get one yearly free physical. I said, okay. I said, can you send me doctors that um, if I see them, that it's covered and it'll be free? And they're like, yeah. And they sent me a list of doctors. So I call one of the doctors that's on that list that they sent me. I call him mm-hmm. and I said, hey, can I schedule an appointment? They're like, yeah. I said, by the way, this is my insurance information will this be covered under my uh, yearly free physical? And I said, yeah, yeah, it will be covered. You won't have to pay anything. I was like, sick. I go into the appointment. I'm talking to the doctor. I said, hey, just want to be sure you take this insurance, right? And he goes, yeah, I take that insurance. This will be free. I'm like, sick. That's, um, my, that's my favorite insurance. A week ago, they just billed me for $600. <laughs> <laughs> For a physical? Because they billed it as a office visit. <laughs> So now I have to call, I have to call both my insurance and them to get it fixed. And it's like, how, like, what is the point of this? Why do I have this? Why am I paying? Well, I don't pay it obviously, but like, why, why is my family paying for health insurance if you're just going to go? And so then I call my dad, who's a doctor. And I said, dad, why'd they bill me? And he goes, well, uh, like, did you talk to them? I said, yeah, I talked to them and they said it would be free. And he goes, Oh yeah, they uh, they probably just lied to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, they can just do that. That's cool. <laughs> Dude, the doctor be, can do that. Yeah, that'd be like if I was a cashier at Wiener Schnitzel, and I'm like, yeah, your corn dog is gonna be one fifty, and then you give me your card, and then I charge it for like a billion dollars. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, whoa, why do you do that? And it's like, oh, I just lied to you. <laughs> I yeah, I just I looked at you in the eyes. Yeah, and I lied. So what I did there is I just lied to you. Um, and if you want to deal with that, you're going to have to call corporate and deal with them. But Enjoy, enjoy your corn dog, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> this is, hey, now that I've handed you the credit card back, this is not my problem. <laughs> my, job, my job starts and ends. <laughs> my job starts and ends when you hand me the credit card, then I can do whatever I want, and then I give you the credit card back. <laughs> and now I'm gonna quit. I just uh, hit myself a million dollars, so now I'm gonna quit. So now I'm leaving. Yeah. So thanks for the million dollars, honestly, but <laughs> now I'm quitting. It's like okay, cool. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And then people are like, Well, if if we had free health care, then I would have to pay for other people's it's like, what the fuck do you think insurance is? <laughs> right? The fuck do you think insurance is? It's the same thing. <laughs> They're like, I don't want to give my $60 to the government. I want to give my $60 to 
fucking farmers what's the what's the one fucking i almost said farmers only <laughs> farmers only insurance i want to give my For tractor injuries <laughs> i want to give my insurance to fucking you know geico or whatever Mm-hmm. It's a case JG Wentworth. Yeah, it's a JG Wentworth. <laughs> I want to take out a loan with instead of hey, instead of paying you know like sixty dollars a year and then I can go see a doctor whenever. I want to wait until I'm so sick that I'm throwing up blood and then take a loan out with JG Wentworth <laughs> to pay for it. <laughs> to pay for a physical. Yeah, to pay for a physical. Where they're just gonna tell me that I'm dying. Yeah, they're gonna go. Okay, you're dying, and if you want to fix that, that's gonna be another. He's gonna be like, that's gonna be another. <laughs> I like to my favorite thing. So I've been learning about insurance, right? Cause I was, I was doing a lot of medical stuff lately. Um, so I, I have been like calling my insurance and like looking stuff up and I like to, do you know what, like, uh, do you know how like some insurance things work where like, there's like a cap on how much you can pay. Right. Um, what do you mean? Paying for insurance or paying or what they'll cover? What they'll cover. So like some oh, insurance yeah, is a- right. There's a cap, yeah. Yeah, so they'll well, there's they'll, there's a cap where they're like, okay, you have to pay for it out of pocket up until it costs you like ten thousand dollars or more, right? And then that brings me to my next question, right? Which is like, if I give you like a hundred dollars a month, right? Why the fuck do I have to pay ten thousand dollars before you pay for anything? Like, shouldn't it, shouldn't it be you pay? up until a certain amount and then I got to pay. What, why do yeah. I have you here? Yeah. What are you doing for me? You're like, look, okay, you're going to have to go bankrupt first. Then we're going to step in. Then we'll send somebody. Yeah. To, and then they'll look at your case. Um, and then they'll decline you. Uh, and then that's just how this works. <laughs> In short, you should have gone to JG Wentworth. Yeah. First. In short, uh, should have made a GoFundMe, pal. <laughs> That's did the you, only way to uh, survive today. Did you hear about um, speaking of GoFundMe? Have you heard about like all the Ellen stuff, right? Mm-hmm. You mean how she's really fun and dances <laughs> over tables? It's the only thing I care about. Um. <laughs> Apparently, one of the things was an employee got in a they got in like a car crash or something, mm-hmm. um, and so they they had medical expenses that weren't covered by their uh, their healthcare plan from from the work. So mm-hmm. they started to go fund me, and um, apparently, the producers or something got angry because they were like, "This doesn't make Ellen look good." So they made them <laughs> take the GoFundMe down, and it's like. I, I just like the idea of that where like Ellen can give like, she'll like surprise some random, she'll like surprise the backpack kid with like a new Gucci backpack or something. Um, and then her employee is, but like, her employee is like, like, I'm dying. And it's like, okay, well first the GoFundMe's got to go. Okay. That's not doing good stuff for L. Yeah. The E-Dog doesn't vibe with that, okay? E-Dog's not vibing with the GoFundMe. Yeah. So, and she's the one who hit you. (laughs) (laughs) It was after Ellen hit the employee with her car (laughs) on purpose. (laughs) It was like a, um, 
you know how people do the thing where they shoot the apple off the head? She was making her employee hold hold something to see if she could knock it with her car. <laughs> and then she just full on hit the employee. <laughs> just broke their legs. <laughs> Wasn't didn't someone say something about like she pushed someone downstairs? <laughs> I haven't heard that one. No, by the way, for for legal purposes, this is all. Um, this is all hearsay. Yeah, this is all hearsay. We're just talking about what we've heard. Okay, we are not accusing <laughs> Ellen of any of this. We're talking about the biz goss that we've heard, the, the yeah. business gossip. Yeah, this is the inside scoop. We should we should actually call this podcast the inside scoop. The inside scoop on Ellen, and it's only two on, episodes on on E Dog on E Dog on eBay. On eBay. eBay, but it's B A E, <laughs> and then the E in it stands for Ellen again, <laughs> and it's also uppercase. Yeah, is that what this episode is called? We could call the this one eBay. on eBay. E dog, on E dog. <laughs> the inside scoop on E dog. Dude, speaking of eBay, though, um, do you have any electronic bays these days? I've been shopping on eBay, so I bought all this audio stuff that I got on eBay, um, mm-hmm. and it's 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 good. Like I'm I'm excited for, I don't know when the next time you guys will ever be able to come down here, but if we can get everyone down here to listen to it, it's it sounds it's cool. good. Yeah, I've got a lot of good records. I just got today the um, have you ever heard the uh, MTV Unplugged the Nirvana album? Mm-hmm. I just bought that, so that just came today. Um, and you're listening the, to the Blue Album. Yeah, I have the Blue Album. I have the Star Wars Orchestra. Um, mm. We were using. I have that. a bunch I can bring too. Yeah, bring bring as many as you can. Um, I have a bunch of old ones. But yeah, it's 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 pretty sick. And I bought all this stuff for way cheaper than it would have cost because I just bought it mm-hmm. on eBay. Mm-hmm. From Ellen. From Ellen. She's liquidating. This is this is stuff she confiscated from her employees. <laughs> uh, eBay actually stands for Ellen Bay Ellen. Yeah, Ellen Bay Ellen. <laughs> it's stuff that Ellen has stolen from her guests while they were on the show. She has people sneak in and and take stuff. This is and how she gets the Gucci backpacks. This is what this I is heard. The, this is the inside scoop. Yeah. Did you hear about the part where um, I was watching a video uh, by Drew Gooden? If anyone's listening, I, I recommend his YouTube channel. He does a lot of interesting videos, but he was talking about the whole Ellen thing. He was talking about how um, apparently she made Mariah Carey announce her pregnancy. Did you ever hear about that one? No. So Mariah Carey was it was alleged that she was pregnant, right? So it was she but she wasn't going public with it because she didn't want people to know. Um mm-hmm. and so uh Ellen was trying to get her to say whether or not she was pregnant. And Mariah was like, I'm I don't want to talk about this. So Ellen was like, Okay, it's fine, you don't want to talk about it. But um anyways, I brought some champagne. So why don't we drink this champagne? She like poured champagne for both of them and like stared her in the eyes. Hold on, someone's knocking again. Yeah. Hello? I'm uh I'm recording something. Oh wow. What the fuck? Why do you have four iPhones? I'm I'm recording something right now. Can I you you want to talk in a bit? Alright, talk to you in a bit. 
just so popular. Um, he had four iPhones. Yeah. Oh, wait, could you hear me? Yeah. Oh, I was pressing spacebar because that's supposed to mute on Zoom. No? No, I guess not. Um, I also don't <laughs> know why I was doing that. This isn't like a professional call or anything. Um, like, Give me one moment. I got to talk to my guys here. <laughs> got some business on the other end. I'll be right back. Yeah. Um, what was this in there? Yeah, so she like poured her champagne. So she poured both of them champagne. She was like, let's toast Mariah Carey. Like a fucking super villain. Like, unless you have something to confess. <laughs> and so she like forced Mariah to be like, yeah, I'm, I'm pregnant um, on the show. And then like two weeks later, Mariah Carey had a miscarriage. And so, oh my God. Yeah. And so, and so because of the fact that she announced the pregnancy, she had to announce the miscarriage. Cause if she, if she announced the pregnancy and then just never had a baby, people would be like, what's going on. So what, what was originally supposed to be like a private thing, right? Like just, she knew about it. And imagine too, you know, you have the miscarriage when it's private, you don't have to talk to people about it. You don't have to talk to the public. You don't have to talk to paparazzis or publicists or any of that shit. Like it's private. It's just, it's just your private life. And it sucks. Like a miscarriage is probably one of the saddest things that can happen to a human being. Mm -hmm. Um, and so now she had to, she had to go public because she was fucking forced to talk about it. That's so like evil. Um, that's what I heard. But, um, so I heard about that stuff. So I'm like, Oh, that's crazy. But I love too. all the celebrities are like, Ellen was always nice to me. Like, okay. <laughs> I'm sure Ted Bundy she was, was an angel. Yeah. I'm sure Ted Bundy was really nice to his cashiers. Like, I don't know. Like mm-hmm. I'm sure we went to Seven Eleven. He was really nice to the guy that sold him a bag of smokes or whatever, but mm-hmm. <laughs> it doesn't mean Ted Bundy's like a model citizen. But then again, I don't know if I want to compare Ellen to a, a mass murderer, but then again, if she this did push that, it's all hearsay. And if she did push that woman down the stairs or that employee down the stairs, I'm not, That's I'm crazy. not saying it. It wasn't me. The public will, the public will speak for themselves. The public will decide the the Manny will not be televised. I'm Annie when I be a television. All right, what are All we? Right, are we? Are we feeling good? Yeah, I feel bad. I feel like I talked a lot, but but we can. No, I like call it. it here. I like it. You, I, you like listening yeah. to me talk. You, you like that? You like that? Oh, you. So what are we? This is a British guy yeah. when he's having sex. He's like, oh yeah, you like it. I was doing something British today. <laughs> yeah, I was oh, I was, someone was saying. Were you putting beans on toast? <laughs> yeah, I was like, I was like a bang eye in the morning. No, um, <laughs> there was a there was a person on TV, and they were saying like, "Oh, you won like you won uh, one hundred thousand dollars," and then I was just yelling in my house, "One hundred thousand! One hundred thousand! A thousand dollars!" <laughs> thousand wait are you serious are you 
Are you having a laugh? Thousand. Are you having a laugh? Are you a having thousand? a laugh? You're, you're, you're bonkers. <laughs> uh. um but yeah i feel i feel good to end it there this has been a good nightmare circus pod i'm excited yeah. to do more of these yeah all right well uh we'll end the recording there um if any of you do we have do we have an email or anything set up for the podcast yet we have it you yeah, have the have, instagram are, right yeah we're on instagram at the the nightmare circus pod Mm-hmm. and on there you can find or i don't think our emails on there yet but the email if you have any questions or you want to be you know if you have a nightmare circus yeah, story nightmare that circus. you might want to share you can email us at nightmare circus podcast at gmail.com i think let's also say to you i don't know can you open the dms up on the instagram because i think that'll also be a good yeah, D- dms are open yeah dms so slide in slide in um tap, tap in yeah uh so that's everything that's the nightmare circus for today um Mm -hmm. i don't think we'll come up with some sort of outro and intro and stuff this is just the first episode we're just kind of spitballing um but uh there's there's much more to be talked about yeah the the nice thing about the circus is that uh, it's always traveling baby it's always traveling it's always showing up overnight in your town and you gotta go it's it's always got a ticket in your pocket it's always showing up at your local park and you're not sure if it was advertised that it was going to be a thing yeah but you're going to go anyway just because something to do yeah all right well this has been the nightmare circus uh thank you everyone for listening um -hmm. thank you uh again you can go follow our our instagram that's where we'll be posting probably most of our updates and stuff um Mm -hmm. at nightmare circus pod yeah at nightmare circus pod um thank you so much for uh to to you samuel i don't know i was gonna say like our our guest but we're the host so how about that let's thank each other we we probably will yeah we want to thank each other i want to thank you thomas for being my friend and um we have a lot of stories to share we do. And so I think this is going to be fun. And we have a lot of interesting friends that we're going to have on here. Who yeah. will come tell their stories who will have some back and forth with, which will mm-hmm. be fun. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it I will think be fun. A, uh, it will be. Determined it. it will be fun. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. Thank you guys. All right. We'll see you next you. week. We'll see everybody next All week. Right. See you guys next week. Bye.